in case you missed it on Newsbreak. Good afternoon to you this Saturday. It's Newsbreak Talk. I'm Tadesh Hari Prashad bringing you another edition of our uh, interactive informative conversation here on the program. So, uh, yeah, hope you are um, geared up and clued up on the week that was because we're going to revisit it now and bring you some uh, really key talking points about um, where we stand with regard to a lot of situations and also, you know, a lot of things coming to the surface overnight. And I want to update you on that, bring that to your attention and um, interesting, interesting points for us to talk about. So yes, it's a mixed bag of uh, information and um, you know you can just join in this conversation. You can also um, bring to us your thoughts and your opinions on a lot of what was said and what was um, seen this week. So yes, it's our um, wrap of the week and we are going to be um, opening up that platform for you to interact with us. Um, I can tell you massive shoals spotted on the KZN south coast of Sardines. So uh, everybody seems to be quite uh, happy now and celebratory with regard to that. So yeah, Sardines are here, I understand. Um, Rachel, <laughs> what happens with sardines? Like what do you do? We <laughs> eat them, Tarish. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna let out too much, but because uh, I know the last time I last time I said something, I was actually thinking about it yesterday. To be honest, the last time I made a confession about me and rasam, mm-hmm. my mother started being harassed about <gasps> why she's never fed me rasam in no, her life. No, that is <laughs> so awful. I'm not gonna talk about sardines, but uh, a delicacy. Absolutely, it's become that everybody loves it, um, and I think look forward to it. It's become one of those things on the social calendar I think you know I actually know people come guys get ready we're going to pick sardines no they they go away for the weekend and they actually follow the show that is so amazing that's the latest thing I think it's simply amazing when people do that wow uh, so some of you have sardine pictures, right? Send it through, and um, obviously, I mean, I'll just describe it. It's the most I can do in radio. I'll put it up as a status, maybe, uh, for you to check on WhatsApp. But um, I want to ask, though, um, what? Like, I know, right? The sort of traditional way of um, the way sardines are prepared. Mm-hmm. Can you do other things with it? Can you make like a um, sardine a la king, for example. No, I don't think so. I think <laughs> Why can't you? I think it's more because of the thorny bones. <laughs> and, you know, the fish doesn't have that much meat. It's more it about... No, it doesn't. Why do you eat it then? Because it's tasty. <laughs> what meat it does have is very tasty. Okay, okay. And I think the most extravagant something that you could do to prepare sardines would probably be, be when you bry it. Okay. That's really exquisite because then you put it in your foil yeah. and you got your lemon and your herbs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's quite nice. Okay, that's cool. You mm-hmm. like, yeah. So you, you couldn't do like a, like a sardine pasta or like sardine pizza or something. Like sardine pizza would be nice. <laughs> yeah, because sort of yeah, you mean, get anchovies you know, so on pizza. And people so. go mad for this thing. Like what? What is? No, but traditional deep fried with your masala. That's the best. Yeah. And some people health wise will put it in the oven. But that's the best with your masala batter, best. 
Mm, like, yeah, I'm feeling for some now. <laughs> so no, it's just another thing to add to the dub and delicacy. I mean, you get curry and then you get dub and curry. I mean, yes. it's a historic, historic thing, right? You know, um, I've seen so some get, posts yeah. this week about the Joburg people complaining you don't get uh, curries in a bunny like you do in Durban. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Even though they buy the masala. So, you know, cheeky me. I said, yeah, it must be the water. <laughs> <laughs> could you yeah with sardines in the water that's what could you um could you make a sardine curry yes yeah yes yes yeah. yes you can yeah. yeah i have no idea why i've taken this conversation we've got so much of serious <laughs> things to talk about but like i said i'm giving you a wrap of the week and the sardines all bound so i just wanted to know you know is there any, any other way of preparing a sardine is it you just fry it and eat it and yeah and, and really so you can go ahead and you can uh, talk to us about i think mr lou pillay starting the conversation if i'm not mistaken i think you're talking about sardines mr pillay Good afternoon, Tarish and Rachel. Yes, to keep us news on all the areas in KZN and in South Africa. I want to talk about rape and raping a minor. Raping a minor is actually a very serious offense. And I think the perpetrators there should actually go in for life. And, you know, with regards to rape, a tougher, tougher sentence should be given to all rapists. And I think that's from that's from the government side and i think we should actually stand by it and actually protect our older and even our young children thank you louis durban mr play thanks for that okay so i was um particularly interested in a quote that i heard this week it was it was you know my quote of the week um no man coma loves money and she'll take it from anyone said Malusi Kikaba, the former husband of Nomam Goma. Of course, you know, they've had a sort of a public divorce, this uh, former public enterprises minister, Malusi Kikaba. They've had this, you know, a tumultuous sort of marriage for a bit. They've divorced now. She took to Zondo Commission, laid it bare, a lot of allegations against Malusi Kikaba and his links to the Gupta family. And now it was former public enterprises minister, Malusi Kikaba's turn. And he admitted the point, uh, he appointed a person without the necessary qualifications and who was allegedly recommended by one of the Gupta brothers to serve on the SAA board as director. He was testifying at the Commission of Inquiry Interstate Capture on Friday. Kikaba said the person only known as Dr. Netani and who was alleged to have an influence on the Indian government was called in to help develop the Johannesburg-Mumbai route. Kikaba said it turned out the person had absolutely nothing to offer in that regard and he subsequently removed him. Debo Mokobo has more. Malusi Kikaba was again back at the commission this week to rebut evidence from his now estranged wife, Nomam Koma, and the testimony of his special advisor, Siaponga Masangu. He denied abusing his power and having an ulterior motive to have Mkoma arrested. What I am saying now is I dispute the fact, one, that the warrant was, had an ulterior motive, two, that I abused my powers, the powers which I did not have. I don't have powers. I'm not a minister. I'm a former minister, and the title of former minister is not a title recognized in the Constitution. I'm just now simply an ordinary member of society. And had the police said to me, no, no, these two issues are not related, or report the case elsewhere, I would have done exactly that. 
Gigaba also told the commission that Mkoma testified against him at the commission because their divorce settlement did not go her way and described her as a bitter spouse. The suggestion that I was a bitter spouse attempting to get to Mr. Gigaba through this commission is not only malicious in the very least, but is misleading. You want to comment on that? Chaperson, she didn't come to the commission in January, didn't come to the commission in Feb, but in March, after, in her opinion, the settlement discussions had accordingly been abandoned. That is using her own language. So point 10 is, in my opinion, weak to demonstrate that she is not or was not a bitter spouse. On the Johannesburg-Mumbai air route, which the commission had, was deliberately run down and closed to make way for the Gupta Link jet airways, Gigaba considered to have appointed a person with no qualifications to make it profitable. In a long engagement between India and South Africa on how to optimize the Mumbai-Johannesburg route, so when it came to trying to negotiate better landing slots, you don't only rely on the skills of your negotiators, you also rely on your ability to influence over and above the negotiation. It seemed to the practice that you needed people of that influence, either serving on your board or being your international advisors in relation to certain rules. And that was the case. But it turned out that Dr. Nathani was not what had been sold to us. He will be back at the commission again on Monday to answer to this and other allegations leveled against him by 14 other witnesses. I am Tebu Mokobo in Johannesburg. Tebu Mokobo, okay, I want to know your thoughts. Um, yeah, Maruski uh, Gaba takes to the commission. He says that he did appoint a person with who was recommended by the Gupta brothers to serve on the SAA board. He subsequently removed that person because the person had nothing to offer. So, you know, the question then becomes, and I know you're going to ask this, but like, um, why uh, appoint them then if they've got nothing to offer, um, specifically as a minister of public office? Like, what was your level of um, scrutiny of accountability in terms of making this? And, you know, obviously, the uh, one of the big debates about the Malusi Kikaba and Nomam Koma um, testimony is that, well, are they just airing their dirty linen in public at something as crucial as the Zondo Commission. So I'd love to know your thoughts. Go ahead. I see sardines have made their way. Sardines have been spotted on the Lotus FM WhatsApp line is what I can say. <laughs> in such ways. <laughs> yes. Wow. Because everybody's sending me pictures of sardines, of what they're cooking. And I think on a cold Saturday like this, well, maybe it'd be interesting to talk about that. So yes, keep it coming through and don't worry about um, um, when I'm going to... Um, talk about that because I'm going to keep that for a little bit because I want to just update you a little bit on the big issues and then we can talk about all your sardine activity. Um, so this was a particularly interesting one. It was quite challenging and sad to um, hear and um, understand. I mean, this rocked Gauteng as early as yesterday morning and the Gauteng education MEC Panyazali Sufi has sent his condolences to the family of the principal who was shot and killed at an Ennerdale school on Friday, an unidentified man entered the Buyani Primary School and fired seven bullets into the principal's car. Residences say they fear for their children's lives and are calling for better scrutiny and security at schools. Police are investigating, as Faniel Schumer and Mbalim Tetwa reports. Well, what they say to us is that... Um, 
Police spokesperson K. Makubele says the motive for the attack is not known at the stage and he says a high-level investigation is underway to track down the killers. Police were called at about 7 o'clock that there was a shooting in uh, one primary school at Annadale. Upon the arrival, police found the Mercedes-Benz idling and there was a person in a drive seat where he was shot several times. The motive of the incident is it's unknown at the moment. Police are investigating a case of murder and calling for anyone with the information to contact the nearest police station. However, the MEC for Education, Banyaza Le Sufi, suspects the shooting in Innerdale may have been a hit. He says this is the third incident of this nature in the area. Uh, this is the third school. A principal has been shot dead. That is extremely difficult, but the police have taken over the scene. Uh, we've suspended learning uh, until Monday. We're providing the psychosocial support to uh, the educators, learners and parents, um, as well as uh, members of the community that have witnessed the incident. I, I had an opportunity to go through the video footage, and um, that is why we are quite convinced that this was just a hit and the police will, will, will investigate it further and advise us. Les Sufi suspects this may be connected to the procurement of textbooks, which is overseen by the school governing body. The incident happened after Les Sufi says he received an email questioning the qualifications of the principal and the management of the school in March this year. Les Sufi says this is a grave concern. A dangerous trend that is developing where the advertisement and feeling of post becomes a contested terrain within the sector. And that is why some of us are arguing very strongly that the manner in which we are appointing the principals, deputy principal, HODs and teachers need an agent review. This voting mechanism that is normally utilized to appoint principals uh, is creating problems. Uh, the second part is the management of funds. In our province, lion's share of our, of our budget goes to schools with the SGBs managing those funds. So the appointment of service providers, uh, especially on textbooks, repairing of school, maintenance of schools, is becoming a thorny. Well, uh, learning and teaching had to be suspended at the school and has now become a crime scene. This is to allow police investigators to comb the scene for possible leads as well as for learners and teachers to be afforded an opportunity to undergo counselling. Okay, so... Grizzly there, when you have the basic education MEC, Banyazade Sufi in Gauteng. And you know, I think one must appreciate the level of um, transparency he's, he's having with, with South Africans on the issue. He says he got an email um, questioning the you know uh, credibility of this principle and then the principle is subsequently gunned down and Banyazade um, Sufi goes to say it seems like a hit um, about a tender or a procurement with regard to textbooks. So... Um, Wow, new dimension then, hey? I mean, that people could potentially or allegedly be killed for providing education. Um, you know, we've heard of, 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 of various types of um, corruption, of maladministration, of, um, you know, lives lost over dodgy deals, but lives lost now to provide education that's a different sort of of dynamic altogether um you know what are your concerns about this talking there about even the school governing body and you know the sort of um uh, you know review process because you know lesufi says that uh it, 
the procurement of textbooks, which is overseen by the school governing body. Now, at, at, at what point then um, is there room for some sort of disgruntledness about, you know, who gets that particular um, contract and who may be disgruntled about it? So should there be a bigger and a better oversight body, a sort of a unilateralization of the way um, textbooks are procured or any sort of services procured in the school, uh, leaving it at the um, you know, management of the school governing body is the norm. But at what point is that going to provide uh, a sort of a environment and a space for issues like this to crop up because what it will then do is um, leave the school susceptible to violence, to attacks and you know potentially to, to shootings as education MEC Panyazale Sufi has alluded to. I'd love to know your thoughts. Okay, so you can um, think about all of that and when we come back, we go to some of your messages. Stay tuned. When they walk onto the pitch, you see eagerness to triumph. When the referee blows for kickoff, you know there's thrilling action coming your way. The goals, the drama, the flame, the passion. This is the Hollywood Bits Super League. When the clock clicks towards the 90th minute, the coaches start shouting, switch on! And you know it's not over until the very final whistle. The Hollywood Bits Super League. Live every weekend on the SABC Sport Channel on OpenView Channel 124 also on SABC One. Brought to you by SABC Sport. Killing Eve is a refreshingly entertaining brand new spy thriller on S3. Eve is a bored low-level MI5 security employee working a simple desk job that doesn't come close to fulfilling his secret desire of being a spy. Meanwhile, Villanelle is a dangerous and capricious assassin. When Eve connects a string of murders all across Europe to Villanelle, she's hired to track down the killer. The two end up obsessed with each other and enter into an epic and dangerous game of cat and mouse. Open up with S3 and watch Killing Eve killing it from Thursday the 10th of June at 9pm on Okay, we're going to go to social media now. A lot of messages coming through and uh, like I said, you know, sardines have been spotted on the WhatsApp line. So, uh, definitely interesting points. Let's go to Selvin. Selvin, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you, Taresh, and to the listeners. Taresh, it saddens me as well. Condolences to the principal who was slain, his family. Right now, they are contemplating to take away the firearm from civilians and stop issuing gun licenses. And uh, it saddens me to note that uh, this principal, at least if he had a firearm, he could have probably shot one guy and have some evidence. We don't know whether it was a hitman who ran away or someone set up the hitman. Yeah, thanks uh, for that comment, Selvin. We appreciate it. Um, let's go to Nadisha of Tongat. Good day, Teresh. This is Nadisha of Tongat. Very lovely topics. My first uh, discussion is about uh, the lady being killed and uh, her body parts have been taken out or whatever I heard. That's very sad. The culprit must be severely punished. 
Uh, the second one is where our little children, little girls or boys are being raped. So we as community need to set an example to one person because the law enforcement teams are very slow. Nelisha calling for swift justice over there. So interesting comments. Uh, I'm going to remind you as well to please be advised about the uh, comments we do make on the program. Um, you know, we don't promote violence. We do not promote any sort of taking of the law into your own hand. Um, specifically when we are disseminating voice notes like this. Uh, so please be advised on how you frame your opinion. Um, our job here on Newsbreak Talk is certainly not to perpetuate, promote and propagate any form of violence and any form of, um, you know, illegal sort of activity. So just be mindful of that when you do send me a message. Let's go to Joey who says Gikapa is an enabler of graft. Uh, and Rani from Stangamana says the Gikabas both benefited and enjoyed the Gupta's company and money. So why are they now pointing fingers? Um, Ramba Mudli says to rob a school from, uh, from of a principal is very sad and the culprits must be brought to book. Masiben um, missed your preamble. Um, what is a preamble? I don't understand. Masiben, we're just talking about whatever you want to talk about today. So go ahead and you can voice note me on um, or text me on anything um, you want to talk about. We're doing a wrap of the week's top stories today on the program. Um, and so, yes, everybody is excited about um, sardines, aren't they? Let's listen to Mr. Daniel Chellen. Hi, Taresh. This is Daniel Joshua Chellen. Good afternoon to you and the listeners. Uh, talking with Rachel about sardines. How to get rid of the bones from the sardine, to fillet the sardine. My dad taught us a trick, my late dad. You cut the head off, you clean the inside as a normal fish. You split the, make a small split where the body ends and the tail starts and do it on both sides. Place your palm facing you, sit in a chair and at, uh, at the table and put a plate on the other side, your palm facing you on the other side. You put the tail inside the palm area and you press your thumb down where the split is. So the split, there's a gap. So you place your thumb where the split is and it's over your hand where the split is. You pull the tail, you get the old sardine out, pull it out without the bones. Rachel, was that for you? Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to take this voice note. I'm going to forward it to me. When I get home, I'm going to say, Mom, I know how to get rid of the bones and I'm going to try it and stop it, Tarish. I'm oh. going to do that. Whoa, Put my whoa. thumb down and pull it out. You had me on every word, Mr. Chillin. Every I really word. don't know what you were talking about, to be <laughs> honest. But I was listening to every word and I actually pictured what you were saying. So thank you for taking the time out uh, to talk to us about that. Uh, let's go to Marlon. Hello, Marlon. Good afternoon, uh, Tarish uh, Haripasad and uh, Rachel Vadi. Always good to listen to you guys' voice. I like the topic that you started off your conversation with about sardines. I must tell you, in Chatsworth, sardines is on the run. Not just from today and yesterday, but for the last couple of weeks. As little as 10 rand a dozen. Johannesburg, you have to dream about that. Anyway, this uh, talk of this week, uh, there's so many things to talk about. But my um, talking point this week is has to be on the... Uh, the, the, the latest sagas going on, you know, the Minister of Education talking today about whether she's going to have to close the schools or not. 
Uh, you know what I like the most uh, topic of this week is our government knows all the cases every single day, how many people are infected, how many people have died and all of that. When are they going to tell us where is that 500 billion rands? Where is that money? Where is that money? But you're telling us every day how many people are infected with the virus and how many are dying every day and how many recoveries. Guys, come on, wake up, smell the roses. This is Marlon Virasamy. We need answers in South Africa. Thanks for that, Marlon. And yeah, uh, there's a lot of concern about the, the country's management of, of COVID-19. To be honest, uh, I think a lot of people um, following President's address at uh, the uh, beginning of the week, um, you know, they've been talking about whether or not the current lockdown um, regulations and amended regulations, if it is effective to keep a third wave at bay. Uh, many have said, no, it's not. But on the other hand, it's the economics of the situation. What Marlon was was talking about, you know, at what point do we get some sort of response to the 500 billion? Um, Add to that and adding more credence to that particular point would be to the criticism of the slow rollout of vaccination delivery. At this point, um, you've only had healthcare workers and the elderly who have received it. So what of the rest of uh, South Africans in terms of um, receiving vaccinations. So definitely a, you know, a strong point being raised there by Marlon. Let's go to Ramba. <coughs> Good afternoon, Taresh. Nice to hear you all today. Good news and bad news. May God bless you all and keep you all in good health and wealth for giving us all the information on our favorite radio station, Lotus FM. My suggestion is for the crime in this country, for the murderers, and everyone else that are causing crime. The best thing is our prayer. If the law can't do nothing, if the government can't do nothing, well, God can do a miracle. Taresh, you also go on your knees because you are the journalist that is on air every day. And I'm also praying, Taresh, for all our polices and our journalists. May God bless them and guard and guide them from all arm and danger. Only prayer can move that big mountain in South Africa. Thank you, Tares Ramba from Woodview. Yeah, I mean, valuable, the power of prayer there being raised by, um, by Ramba. Uh, let's go to more messages now. We've got um, Tonti says, um, the NPA is a dog without teeth and it is failing South Africa. Every corruption case is always getting postponed, but Toy has failed. And that's from uh, Tonti in Richards Bay. Unhappy with the level of prosecutions for high profile and big cases. Uh, Rohini says, Namaste. I love crispy fried sardines with dal and rice. Uh, I'm not far from Durban, but have not heard of anyone selling sardines in PMB. Any help, please? Absolutely love the sardines. So anybody going to PMB or if you, you know, have a, um, you know, particular, if you know who's retailing sardines, there, go, go, go ahead and inform us. Selvi Savalingam says, trust you guys are well. Regarding the sardines, I never got to buy them yet. I like the delicacy though. Try and get them. Uh, yeah, I'd like to wish all dads a happy Father's Day for tomorrow. God bless and lots of love. Yep, you can do all of that tomorrow as well. We're going to open up our our line for it. Krishna Amkumar sent us a picture of sardine curry. I've never seen it before. Mm. Now I know it exists. Wow. wow, that looked amazing. And I love the chili powder color. Sardine curry on a day like today sounds really good. Um, Mrs. Naidu says fried with mealy meal. That's awesome. I've never heard of mealy, uh, sardines 
coated in mealy meal and fried, and that picture looked amazing. Yeah, you know, um, I guess it goes right. I don't know where we, um, picked up this idea from of making um. Soya fish curry and mealy meal. That's that. That is something I've tried, to be honest. So I think the seafood and, uh, and okay. um, I, I know like like there is a thing of having mealy meal or uputu with yeah. with seafood. I think it's a thing. I think wow. it's an Indian thing, well, to be honest. Curry and fish curry that's with brinjal right. and the mango is divine. Sally Gavinder from Ispingo Hill says, uh, "I've sent a video on how to prepare sardines. Yum! We'll share that through." Swami Reddy says, "I love my sardines, fried crispy with buttered bread and dal." And uh, Rani in Stanger Manor says, "No matter how much anybody convinces me, no sardines for me." <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, Rani. A uh, lot of people would agree with you. Uh, Vanita and Mabel says, "Hi guys, talking about the sardines. This is my lunch: mini rice and mini rice chutney and sardines." So more people with that. Okay. So you were right. Yes. It's a thing. Yes. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I I know. Like I started off by asking about this. Uh, Maggie Chetty says. Uh, I paid for sardines, but never get it yet. <laughs> so sardines wow. also come home delivery. Wow! Like uh, how? Like you know, like you're on a waiting list and you're waiting for your delivery. That's like me waiting for my international <laughs> brands to <laughs> ship through. Yes. You know? <laughs> uh, I love them crispy, uh, fried crispy with yellow dal. Yummy, delicious. And that's from Maggie. Um, I think we had one. Uh, Ruxana says sardines can be made into pickles. Now, yep, this is what I asked. Is wow. there any other way to do sardines? Now, can you make a um, sardine a la king or like you know, uh, yeah, all these uh, fun things? You know. Um, so Ruxana says you can make sardine pickles. Like, what does that mean though? Like, you keep it like. Like like forever, like, in a jar, yeah. and is it cooked sardines or the raw yeah, sardines yeah, yeah. that you pickle? Wow. Interesting. Wow. Well, Ruxana, Tell us, if Ruxana. you know, if you have more details, please please go ahead and share that. I think that sounds really cool. Um, like possibly like how anchovies come, right? And uh, so we've got Mala who says the MEC has mentioned that it's a third school where a principal has been murdered. The safety and security of those schools is a reason for concern. Our teachers and learners do need a safe environment. The virus is bad enough to contend with. Uh, these incidents do add to stressful situations. My condolences goes out to the family and of the principal. May he rest in peace. Um, Dolly says the principal must be kicked out of the school and suspended for raping an 11-year-old girl. That that story did uh, did break earlier this week as well. Um, so definitely some really, really sad cases. So Praveen, uh, Praveen Kiran of Colenso. Hello there. Good afternoon, Tarish. Uh, very beautiful topic. I would just like to give an opinion as to the killings and body parts that have been removed from victims. Uh, This is very, very sad, and I hope uh, the justice system can be a little bit more tightened. As at, there are innocent people that are getting hurt of no reason. What do these people get out of it by doing this to innocent lives? Well, the law has to be tightened in all aspects. Gender-based violence, be it crime, being it assault, but stricter measures should be carried out. 
Pravina, thanks for that. You know, the issue of, um, and, and in that particular case where, uh, you know, a woman was found stabbed, body parts um, removed, etc., uh, that is being regarded as another crime against um, the gay and lesbian community. And we uh, spoke about that about a while ago. Pamandla Koza was a, was a gay man in Ntuzuma who was, his family believes he was killed for being gay. And now you have a woman who, um, you know, the, the, the all indications are that she was also brutally killed for being lesbian. It comes at a time when the LGBTI community is celebrating Pride, which is a month to celebrate, you know, their own uniqueness and, um, you know, it's a push for their legislative rights to be respected and enshrined constitutionally, um, as it is, but I think a bit more respected. So it is quite sad that these cases are uh, still popping up and that's also something that we must put on the conversation um, as June does progress. Okay, Mr. Ian Governor is on the line. Hello there. Good afternoon, Tarish. Malusi and Norma fallout has revealed how close Malusi was to the Guptas. Visiting Saxon World Shabin over 20 times and bringing home bags of cash tells us Malusi was in the Guptas' pockets. Anyone holding public office ought to know that one has to be careful not to be implicated in dishonest activities. Malusi must be investigated by the NPA and the receiver of revenue and monies must be recovered. He must also be rewarded with orange overalls. Thank you. Yeah, let's go to another voice note here. Hello there. Hi, Teresh. I think the absolute state of anarchy, chaos, complete devastation of our country can be linked directly to the government and the different departments, Department of Education, Department of Justice, Department Policing, um, Child and Welfare, welfare Caring, you know, all of these departments have let us down terribly. They've performed dismally. And, you know, you, you can, you, you're seeing the, the gradual collapse of everything if it hasn't already collapsed totally. So government needs to get everything in order. If people, if, if, if visible policing, strict courts um, is visible, is seen, then I, I, I'm sure people would be afraid of the consequences of doing these heinous crimes against uh, the principal, our children. Uh, I, I read the other day of a pupil that was raped in the toilet, 11-year-old, by a teacher and then threatened with death. Really, uh, in, 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 in modern day society, I, I really, it, it is really, really sad. And something has to be done drastically. Thank you, Priscilla Chetty. Priscilla, thanks so much. I think I can hear it in your voice, your disillusionment and your, um, you know, shock at what is going on. And I think calling there for more oversight um, and sort of a swifter and a stricter penalty um, with regard to all of this. So, um, yeah, you know, you hear that frustration severely when people message us and give us this level of, of, of um, discussion. Here's a voice note from Vanita. Hi, Teresh. Thank you always for the wonderful show. Talking sardines, I am the Padavatan daughter and the granddaughter and the wife. 
I used to be with my father on the beach during the sardine run. We used to take load the thing from the we had a lorry. They used to load the uh, sardine from the truck, take to the old market in Victoria Street, and sardine just have to be cleaned, masala, fried dry with butter bread. But I did send you a picture of my lunch now. <laughs> Enjoy, Vanida Mavel. Wow, Vanida, look at that. That looks superb. What Delicious. is that though? Like, is it just sardines being fried, right? Yep. Uh, you can see the masala and you can see the deep oil and you can see the masala getting into the oil that just adds to the flavor. But I'm not even, I'm not even like, I mean, marveling at that. I'm marveling at what Vanita said about uh, being a descendant of the Padvatan brothers. Yes. Of course, we know these such iconic men um, and from the maritime sector yes. and... Um, to, to hear of the way they would just in net sardines, lorry. Wow. truckloads, take it to the community. And wow. uh, I mean, Vanita didn't say, uh, but I, I'd imagine that, you know, those sardines were not for sale. No, she given. did say. She did say it was for sale. Was it for sale? It's for sale. She said they sell it at the market. Oh, is it? Oh, they would sell it at the market. You know, because you just think of that communal sort of aspect where, um, you know, in that time, everybody would just, you know, share whatever they had. Uh, magnificent to, to know of the way the Padvatan brothers uh, in a time of sardines. Interesting. Oh, wow. Sam of Tongat sent us a uh, take on his particular preparation method. Spatchcock style fried. Nice. So that I is like more of a flattened yes. sort of like a... Yes. Okay, all right. Very nice. And I guess yeah. deboned yeah. as well. Deboned nice. With a lot of... Um, and can you see the yellow oil I can see soaked the holy, into yes. the serviette? Yeah. That is so yum yum. <laughs> I can see the holy, yes. Uh, definitely. Wow, that's that's wonderful. I think you're making everybody hungry here. Uh, Sandhya in Pretoria says, I like my sardines full of life and free to go wherever they wish in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, Sandhya, yes. And, and the cold current is what they've come here for. But instead they get dumped in the hot, into the hot oil. Not any animals right activists would not be happy about that. So I understand your point. Um, and... Okay, I... I Cannot be. I can't advise on that. I'll try and give you something offline on it. Um, yeah. So those are um, largely the the messages that are coming through. Here's a voice note. Hello there. Hi, Darish. Great topic. Um, just an opinion um, to the country, and hopefully a lot of people are listening. Um, I think um, with all the people that vote and hope for change. And um, I think this next voting should be a good time where the country itself just comes to a halt and to a standstill because clearly voting does not make any difference to um, the country uh, and to people like us, innocent citizens. And further to that, I think we should, the country um, should demand for the um, death penalty to come back just as how it went away i am sure it can come back thank you big topic um coming up and building up to local government elections and you know i think it was priscilla who sent that message talking about how disgruntled she is with 
with the state of um, the country and uh, blaming government for not doing enough to address various issues in various sectors. Um, so then ahead of local government election, where does that leave you? Um, do you still vote for the public office bearers that you've been voting for? Or do you look for change? And that's been a major discussion. It's, it's, it's definitely one for us to revisit. And I actually think I want to um, discuss that politically and uh, socially on the program uh, and the build-up to elections because it, it's definitely an interesting point. Uh, Ruxana sent us a video, actually, um, about the um, pickle, sardine pickle. So I'll read it out. To make the pickle, you clean the sardines well, you pat it dry, then you cut them into bite-sized pieces. Then you lightly fry them with salt and turmeric. Um, you make some oil, put it in a pan, just braise your pickle mas- with pickle masala a little bit. Remove from the stove and then lightly mix your fish into this. Put it into a jar, top with more oil. Remember to add some curry leaves and whole garlic. Let it soak and enjoy with your curries. Wow, so this is a different take on that dal rice. I've got a message from uh, Santosh who says, uh, there's no other way. Um, masala, sardines, dal and rice. Absolutely. And so this is an interesting one for you, Santosh. You can have it with pickled now. You can prepare it and you know fry, braise your pickled masala in some oil. Um, I don't know, uh, and please forgive me, but I don't know what you call it in English. <laughs> um, but you know, in my language, we call it a tarka. Right, uh-huh. so you braise yes, all your spices, yes. your masala, your yes. jeera, your mustard, your mm-hmm. curry leaves, everything. You braise it into a lovely little oil, and you just dump it into whatever. Like whether it is dal, whether it is kichdi, obviously the sardine pickle. So you make that tarka, and then you just yes. mix it in. So yes. um, I think that's what she means when she says braise your pickle masala a little. So yeah, uh, hmm, like this conversation to be honest. And anonymous in Cape Town says, um, great show. I'm really annoyed when people go on about the 500 billion. There was never ever 500 billion. It was made up of loan guarantees by the major banks, works, infrastructure projects, vaccine procurements, etc. This was never stolen. Some money was misappropriated, but we should all move on from getting worked up over these billions. Focus on what we can do. Um, yeah. And... Um, Sorry, I just lost that. Yeah, focus on what we can do and be the change, yes. And no passing the blame. That's from Anonymous in Cape Town, who also tells me, in English, it's called tempering. Now we know it. Thank you. That's the word. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh, I love when... (laughs) It's hard sometimes, you know, when you think (laughs) in a particular language. And uh, let's see what Selvin is texting us. Uh, Selvin also sent us a text. Oh, he's also sending Father's Day wishes. Yes, on to you as well. Uh, and yeah, he, I think he sent us some, a video about sardines as well. Definitely. So uh, yeah, I think Selvan also enjoying the sardine mix of it all. Um, Shamila Maharaj in Stanger says, I don't eat it, but can prepare it nicely and, and crispy. Okay. Tell us why you don't eat it, Shamila. I want to know. And then Bimla Ram Singh says, talking about sardines, I once tasted deep fried sardines 
with stuffed bitter gourd or karela and that was stuffed inside hot marinated pickle masala it tastes yummy try it <laughs> that does sound good and i think that's what i was talking about when you uh braai your sardines you know you put that filling on the inside oh god we have all the things you're asking me to try two of the things that i've actually i don't think i ever eat <laughs> um it's good to talk about food hey and here's an interesting message um anonymous says okay two points anonymous wants to raise and uh, regarding the covid-19 in schools um sh- you know the durban has a few infections some schools send newsletters but some schools are not telling children or parents that there are cases in the schools and a lot of children and teachers are not using masks Mm-hmm. And then he goes on. If um, we as parents are sending our children, telling them to use masks and sanitize and keep safe, yet others are not doing it, a teacher in our school told a student must stop um, continuing using sanitizer in the tide day. The child's parent bought it for them to use. Okay, so yeah, concerns then about about the safety of schools. Um, yeah, Frank in um, Peter Marisberg. Hello, Frank. Hi, Teresh. Good day to you and the listeners. Uh, recent reports indicate that uh, there will be investigations uh, done on companies not adhering to employment equity laws and guidelines. This then will be fly in the face of employment based on merit. And uh, obviously it will be prejudicial to non-racialism and the Freedom Charter. So I hope the uh, powers that be have a re-look at uh, employment equity uh as far as uh, creating real jobs and employing uh, people on merit thanks frank marisberg thanks for that frank oh ramba and padvatan granddaughter sending us a lot of pictures of of sardines being knitted chapter 2 hello there uh sardines sardines aha in proteins <laughs> i said sardines Gosh, getting tongue twisted over these sardines. And the strange thing is, nobody knows where sardines come from. There's an increase, um, and he's also concerned about a potential increase in HIV infections as government diverted funds to COVID. It's frightening what's transpiring in our country. Um, you know, on that point, uh, chapter two, in a conversation with um, Professor Sab- Salim Abdul Karim, who's, you know. Um, epidemiologist and so important into South Africa's um covid-19 response and he says you know his core focus has been you know HIV AIDS research and he's done so much of great internationally lauded work uh through Caprisa and he says um you know even though we're in a time of pandemic that work must continue so that's also a focus of his so uh chapter 2 I think what you're raising has not been ignored by by many um Tracy says Uh, I would like to hear about the sardines again as to how the bones come out easily. Okay, public demand because there's a lot of messages for that to be honest. So we are going to then play um Mr. Daniel Joshua Chellen's voice note in full for you because there's been a lot of messages asking me to to please provide more uh, information about the way to do it etc. So Mr. Chellen I see you've got um you've got uh, a lot going on here. Oh he see I uh in terms of that but we'll we'll play that in a second i just want to get through some more here's tonti in richard spay hello tonti hi tarish uh, last night at 9:00 o'clock 
in Brackenham, Richards Bay. The guys from Durban were selling sardines and you could hear them while you're in the, in the house shouting, sardines, sardines for sale. This is Tonti, Richards Bay. <laughs> oh, wow. I, 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 um, I can just picture a lot of children running behind those, behind those vans. Okay. Um, fried sardines. Braised rice and rustam is delicious for the winter. Mm. Ramba Mudli says, Sounds very tempting, but I've never eaten sardines. And here's another message. What do vegetarians eat in place of sardines from Sally? <laughs> um... Soya fish. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Also be soya fish. Soya fish, soya prawns. <laughs> um, okay, uh, yeah, I can help you with that. But um, yeah, keep your messages coming through today on the program. Um, yeah, we're up to date with our messages. Okay, but there was this request for Mr. Daniel Joshua Chillen to provide, um, to replay his voice note on how to prepare sardines to remove those bones. So here's that voice note by popular demand. Hi, Taresh. This is Daniel Joshua Chillen. Good afternoon to you and the listeners. Uh, talking with Rachel about sardines, how to get rid of the bones from the sardine to fillet the sardine, my dad taught us a trick, my late dad. You cut the head off, you clean the inside as a normal fish. You split the, make a small split where the body ends and the tail starts and do it on both sides. Place your palm facing you, sit in a chair and at, uh, at the table and put a plate on the other side, your palm facing you on the other side. You put the tail inside the palm area and you press your thumb down where the split is, so the split, there's a gap. So you place your thumb where the split is and it's over your hand where the split is. You pull the tail, you get the old sardine out, pull it out without the bones. And a stronger position today, I'd like to talk about the COVID-19 and the companies. What rules have the companies got as far as the staff is concerned? I had a case that I had to complain to the COVID-19 health, health department as well. There was a company that uh, deals with public and also service providers. And uh, there was a person that uh, cut, uh, long story short, one of the senior managers had a, was tested positive and the company refused the staff to be tested, didn't allow, didn't pay for the staff to be tested, neither did they, they forced them to come to work and also, the place wasn't sanitized and disinfected. Mr. Jalen, thank you. At that end, but we didn't um, didn't uh, catch at the, at the previous ones. Thanks for that. But yeah, there you go. How to get rid of those bones in the sardines. So, uh, ooh, wonderful picture here by Bob Marimut. No, who's this by? Uh, I think it's Sally. Sally Governor in a springer. It's a picture of the sardine run in, the nine, in 1950. Um... I'm the great-granddaughter of Padvatan and granddaughter of Bob Mari Muttu. What? I mean, uh, uh, all on the floor there, that's like sardines, right? So it's like an entire shore covered it's in sardines. The entire beach covered. And this is from Legends of the Tide, the Seine Knitters. Wow. wow. 
Now we know, understand how they can fill truckloads. Yes, of absolutely. Sardines. And you know what it does? The sad reality of this is the and the first thing that that hits me when I look at this picture. I'll describe the picture to you. It's the same net is of nineteen fifty, um, and they've just netted sardines. I tell you, in this picture, you cannot see beach sand. It is covered for all for your entire vision of this picture in sardines right and i, I think that's like about at least 10 meters 15 uh, yeah Oof. yeah it's 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 quite it's, but like i'm saying the the thing that that got me um about this was climate change because the climate is changing to such and what we do understand about the migration journey of sardines is that they they swim down to the east coast for they follow the colder current so the colder the um the water is you know the the sea water is um that's what attracts them and with the climate heating up and warming to this to this level they don't come in these copious amounts anymore and that is that is frightening to understand and definitely something for us to consider at a point uh, the impact climate change has had on the sardine run Okay, so, yeah, I had a big agenda of a lot of news here that we wanted to get through. Couldn't get through much of it because everybody spoke about sardines. So, um, yeah, always, always dominating the conversation, hey? Uh, Chapter 2 says, At what point in time does the word new separate itself from democracy? Perhaps you could tell me. Um, Hmm. And Nereen says, on a lighter note, we vegetarians need to move away from the smell of the sardines. We just enjoy soya prawns. Uh, you both are a breath of fresh air. Thanks for updating us on news events as they unfold. Nereen, Nereen, it's just a pleasure. Glad you're enjoying it. And um, another one, we'll end off on this. I think mass sanitizing of workplaces and screening, screen testing of COVID in the absence of high-risk exposure as for the Department of Health criteria, is not effective. This has been proven scientifically. Okay, we're going to leave the conversation there. Thank you to everybody who did contribute, and I hope I've made you very hungry now. And also, I hope that you go into the kitchen and, um, you know, whoop up something amazing like sardines if you have them. Uh, so, yes, keep the conversation coming through. You can have an amazing surprise right now at 1 o'clock um, with somebody presenting the Bollywood program. I cannot wait to listen to that. But this program came away courtesy of the team executive producer Salma Patel and Rachel Vadi. We'll talk tomorrow when we celebrate Father's Day on the program. Um, so, yeah, breakfast in bed for dads, I'd imagine. From me, Taresh, hey, have an awesome day. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.